Hey, this is Travis T-Bone Turner. We're here at the Tour 12 Podcast. Don't give your guide a knife for a tip. He probably has a knife because he's a guide. <laughs> kind of here he comes. I mean, that's the kind of stuff. Here he comes. He's coming in hot. Hey, I'm Nick Mont from Bone Collector. You're listening to the Tour 12 Podcast. If you're one of these guys who carried horns around ATA, just leave them at home. Quit being an idiot. <laughs> so B does all of our modeling. He's the look good guy. I'm the Definitely, uh, I don't have a voice for radio. I'm the face for radio. I'm the ugly <laughs> wild here, dude. You guys out there listening, you know, put your kids in front of this podcast. I mean, we're not going to get too crazy. You might want to put them to bed maybe a little bit later on, but <laughs> that's just that's just me talking. But we'll get to arguing over schedules or, or man, you know, something that we where disagree we're gonna on. Eat. Where are we going to eat? Where are we going to eat? But at the end of it, we hunt together because and hang together just because we truly truly enjoy each other's company well it is it is our job and we have a platform and by all means we're flying the flag as much as we can we, we need we want to preach it to the everybody it's not for the elite it's not for the rich it's it's enjoyment making for a living doing something you absolutely love what we call living your passion you might actually be closer than you realize it's actually what this whole podcast is built around living your passion in three areas business leadership and life i'm michael waddell and you're listening to the tour 12 podcast hey guys what is up welcome to the show welcome to tour 12 now powered by swagger bipods hope you've had a good week i've had a good week body's a little tired did just return from vegas if you've been to vegas then i'm sure you can relate you probably too have returned home from Vegas and had a tired body. That's what I feel like right, right now. A little bit hoarse, as I was from ATA. Nevertheless, we had a really good time in Las Vegas, hanging out with a lot of good friends in the industry. It was actually my first time to roll into shot. I posted on my story, pretty sure the gun industry is going to be okay. It was literally shoulder-to-shoulder people at the 2019 SHOT Show, Las Vegas, Nevada. I am super excited about today's podcast. Um, Coming off of two incredible shows, being both ATA and then the SHOT Show, I've had numerous people ask me a question and I'm sure the friends I'm referring to get this often but I've had people ask me how do you get to work with people like Nikon and I don't know that I have a direct answer ever for those people other than our story what we've seen play out and I'm going to share a little bit of that in hopes of it helping you work with could be companies or individuals that maybe you dream about working with someday I came across this short read and I want to read this to open up this podcast today I think it's fitting this is completely thrown off from a typical intro to the Church 12 podcast but for today's sake I'm going to read this to you and you can let it soak in as I did this morning (laughs) 
An elephant and a dog got pregnant at the same time. Three months later, the dog gave birth to six puppies. Six months later, the dog was pregnant again. And nine months later, she gave birth to another dozen puppies. And so that pattern continued. In the 18th month, the dog approaches the elephant to question her. Are you sure you're pregnant? We were pregnant at the same time, and I've given birth three times to a dozen puppies, and they are already adult dogs, and you are still pregnant. What's the matter? And the elephant replied, There's something I want you to understand. I am an elephant, not a puppy. I only give birth to one in two years. When my baby touches the earth, the earth will feel him. When my baby crosses the street, humans will stop with admiration. So what I have is powerful and great. Do not lose your faith when others are receiving their gratification soon. Do not feel envious if you have not received your own blessings. Do not despair. Say to yourself, my time is coming. And when it comes, those within the vicinity of where I walk will take notice. I thought this little read was interesting because there's two ways really you can look at that. Especially the end of that. One person might say, you know what, that's a little arrogant, a little cocky. Or you could look at that and say, you know what, there is hope for where I'm trying to go. And if part of your goal is to make a difference while you're on this earth, then hopefully you want people to take notice. And that's kind of the way I look at it. I thought that read was also interesting because it, re- it reminds me a little bit of our journey even concerning Nikon. Many people don't know this. If you've been on the podcast all of last year and some of this year, you know a little bit of our story. Me and B have been in this um, space of business for several over 10 years now, probably pushing closer to 12 on the television side of things. And we've been with Nikon for the last around four years. And it's been a great relationship for us, but it didn't happen overnight. And I think in our culture sometimes, so many people want a quick fix. The You know, we live in the microwave society. If we don't see results right away, then we get frustrated and quit or we move on and we lose our hope. And for us... The, the main reason we began attracting the right types of partners in this industry was a lot a lot of it was to do with photography. It's always been a passion of mine. It's a passion of our teams. And even though we were in outdoor television, initially 10 or 12 years ago, photography within our television show is what separated us from our competition. It is what initially attracted... Um, some of the best partners we still have to this day to what we do from both a media perspective as well as a television show perspective. And my point is, it didn't happen overnight, but we were living our passion years ago and through photography and obviously outdoor television and filming. And for us, being partnered with such a company like Nikon that got their start dating back to 1917 with cameras and photography. For us, it's almost the ultimate stamp of of approval for our team. Now, that doesn't mean we've arrived. That's not what I'm saying at all. 
but when we see our work being used in large format print and in catalogs that are going literally worldwide I think Jeremy told me the initial run was 60,000 um, copies of the catalog with our work in it and it's a humbling feeling to have someone such as Nikon and so we don't take the relationship for granted I can promise you that I've mentioned this before but our goal has always been to give more to the relationship than we ever take from it there's a principle there that if people could ever grab a hold of it could probably speed up the process of helping you get to where you're trying to be for some people that's reverse thinking they would rather get more out of relationships than they give and therefore the journey takes a little longer matter of fact you may never get to where you're trying to get to if that's the mentality you operate with I would even say right here if you're in a place where you feel really frustrated with where you're at in the journey of living your passion I would ask myself that question within the relationships that I have the friendships I have in life and in business do I give more to that relationship than I take from it or am I only in it to get something out of it because I can promise if your mentality is to only connect with people so that you can get something out of it you're going to see a lot of friendships a lot of business relationships come and go that are not sustaining because people will figure you out in time and so we literally try to give more to every relationship than we take from it whether we get anything from it or not we're still going to give to that relationship we're going to sow good seed and sooner or later the baby elephant's going to hit the ground <laughs> it's an interesting analogy but there's a lot of truth there doesn't happen overnight it takes time but I promise you the reward is worth the wait we even hear this a little bit in Colin's story in the podcast today it's a little bit more serious but when you experience true life change and you walk into the arena of living your passion I promise you there's nothing like it it's the greatest place in the world to be doing what you love every single day and impacting people in a positive manner the people around you the people that matter most the business relationships making a difference giving more to them than you ever intend to take from them I think you're going to enjoy this conversation with Jeremy Bentham he is the head of over, over all of the Nikon Optics division he runs that entire um, side of the company and then Colin Russell also joins us he works for Chevalier and they've been with Nikon for years he is probably the newest member of the team and it is awesome to get to hear his story of how he has come from a place of maybe not quite as happy as he knew he could be but now he is absolutely living his passion every single day I hope it inspires you and I think you're going to enjoy this conversation with Nikon hey what is up guys welcome back to the show the Tour 12 podcast is coming to you from Louisville, Kentucky this 2019 and we are at one of my favorite booths in the entire with some of my favorite people in the entire <laughs> place I've had a good time here at the show so far I'm here with Colin and Jeremy from Nikon we're in the Nikon booth at the ATA show 
and we're having a heck of a time. Are you guys having a heck of a time? Yeah, it's a cool been show. Been a blast. Been a good show. Been a good for show. You. Been been some long nights. Been but some <laughs> <laughs> that's a trade show season, right? Well, that's part of the business, right? Yeah, that is part of the business. You gotta eat dinner, come and hang to the out territory, with, hang out with your people. So that's part of it. You so. got to train for this. I know. <laughs> got to train for shot show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's power hour. Right it doesn't there. get easier in the age either. <laughs> yeah, but that's seven days, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm in Las Vegas for a week straight. You're on the road a lot, aren't you? I, I get around a little bit. Yeah. Well, anyway, man, good to have you guys on the show. We appreciate you letting us drop by. Absolutely. And, and pick your brain a little bit. You guys know we love working with you guys. We love your products and the relationship, more importantly, uh, friendships. We've been, we've been with you guys, what, I don't even know, three, four years now? Uh, it's almost five. I don't know. Oh, we're getting it's old. It's five now. Yeah, tell me about it. It's funny because you've been with Nikon longer than I've been with Nikon. <laughs> <laughs> and you got a higher position than me. <laughs> That's hilarious. So so give us just, because for our listeners, you know, give us a little bit of uh, what your roles are within the company, the okay. Nikon. And, uh a little bit about how you got here. This is obviously, from the way we look at it, Nikon is a very obviously recognized. It's an iconic brand. It's a, house, it's a household name, for yeah. sure. Yeah, oh, it yeah. is. Um, so, my name is Jeremy Bentham, um, first and last officially. Um, I'm the manager of the sport optics division for Nikon, so I kind of oversee the sales, day-to-day operations, so on and so forth. Um, I was hired as a product manager because Nikon saw the need for the growing long-range market. Um, that was obviously, it's, well, it was just said it's one of the fastest growing shooting sports in the country by Forbes last week. Wow. So, um, you know, that's a big name recognizing it. Yeah. So Nikon wanted to kind of head that direction. Um, core market's always been hunting. Um, we're obviously, we're a glass company first, been around for 101 years this year. So, um, yeah, been around the planet a long time. And what put us on the map was our, our, our glass yeah. and, and then obviously the optics that surround them. Um, and hunting's been a huge part of that for a long time. But in addition to that, with the shooting sports growing the way that they were, is they, they saw a need to kind of fill that. And my background, at least on the hobby side of things, was in competitive long-range shooting. Um, I was very active in the PRS and the NRL for, for years. Um, I ended up taking fifth in the country um, overall for the PRS my last year of chasing it pretty hard. And so... Um, I had a bit of knowledge in that, and Nikon was doing a roundtable discussion with our advertising agency, uh, Chevalier Advertising, and they pulled a bunch of shooters in that, that, that had been pulled and, and tagged on Facebook and said, hey, would you come in and talk to us? We'll give you some you know, money for your time. It's on a Saturday, and uh, I'd originally said no, um, and then I got talked into going to it. And uh, I think bribed is a better word, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, maybe it was bribed. Um, I, I had, it was on a Saturday, and I'd been traveling. And I said no, um, and I got talked into going down there. And so went in there, and there was this long table, and there was about 10, 12 people there that were some shooters from the area. Some of them I knew, some of them I didn't. There were some Japanese guys there with graphs and charts and all computers doing their thing. And then there was a couple people from Chevalier, the advertising agency, as I said. And then at the end of the table was this was a gentleman who was pretty active in the discussion, but I had no clue who he was. Right. Um, and he just had that look of like of wisdom about him, um, and who's now my boss. But I didn't know who he was, and at the time, I was actually a fully sponsored shooter from another company. Oh, who's, wow. Um, and so I was in there wearing their shirt and their hat, and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I told him that ahead of time, and I said, you know, and so we went and we got to talking and talking, and then everyone else kind of left, and they said, would you mind stick around for another 20 minutes? And we were talking, and uh, and he kept asking me some more questions, and the Japanese were writing stuff down and taking notes and this, that, and the other. And uh, at the end of it, he 
he says, all right, and, you know, full disclosure, I had probably dropped a few F-bombs here and there, and I was just being myself. And uh, at the end of it, he takes out his business card, and he hands it to me, and it was, like, senior vice president at Nikon. I was like, oops. <laughs> and, and so as a, as a joke, I was like, uh, I was like, well, if you're ever hiring, let me know. Because, yeah. you know, again, I'd probably sworn a few too many times, and he's like, well, why don't you give me a ring on Monday? And oh, wow. Then they flew me down to SHOT Show the next week and uh, made me an offer on the spot. Wow. And so that was kind of the funny story of how I got hired here. And I was hired as a product manager. And then nine months into it, um, I was moved to oversee the, the division to become the manager. So wow. that's the short, long story. Yeah. Kind of a fairy tale for yeah. somebody that is a diehard into long range and then now to be helping develop products. and. And, you know, a lot of your podcast is focused on passion, and yeah. that was my passion. I lived and breathed it. Um, and so it's interesting in the role now was really to take it and actually take a brand as iconic as Nikon and then be able to use their resources to build the products that I would like to have. Yeah. So there's obviously frustrations that come along with that and, uh, and many challenges, but it's been a, a really interesting two years, and um, I love what I do. That's so awesome, man. What about you, Colin? So I came on with... Uh this whole partnership about three months ago and I got blessed enough to, to get the opportunity. <clears throat> I am with Chevalier who yeah. is, is the advertising agency that's partnered up with Nikon. Right. Been with them for 20... Uh, over 20 years. It's like 20, I think it's like 23 years yeah. that they've been partnered up yep. and really just been able to see our, our, our uh, principals or our, our uh, owners. Yeah. They have seen the whole evolution of, around, of yeah. what Nikon's had to offer and where they've come. Yeah. And, and like Jeremy was saying, his story has helped develop the last couple of years, really get that brand into a whole new world, yeah. you know? And with that partnership that we have with them, it's been great. So that's, that's who I am. I'm a brand, brand strategist there. I do a lot of the PR, work with the media, this, that, yeah. and the other to, to help get that word out and, yeah. and, and share the love. Yeah, country guys like us, you get to work with us. They can send me some pictures and yeah. Get, uh, yeah. But no, you were telling me last night, I believe, um, a little bit of your uh -oh. story of how getting deep. Well, no, I just mean, I mean, you ain't got to go into depth about it. But yeah. I love man hearing stories like what you told last night because we want to inspire people to chase their dreams. Sure, and sure, we get this one shot at life to do it. Mm -hmm. You know. And I'm just a firm believer that you don't have to be stuck in a dead-end road that you hate every single day of your mm -hmm. life. And you were kind of sharing just a little bit of that last totally. night. So what's yeah. the, so you just made this transition from yeah. something, I'm paraphrasing last night yep. for you, but, but you've kind of transitioned from a job you were frustrated in, made good money though, mm -hmm. to something now. And you, you were telling me you hadn't worked a day in three months. Nope. I like? have not gone to work once, man. Yeah. It's yeah. been, long story short, so like we talked last night, um, I've got two careers. Yeah. So I'm in the reserves as well, which I love. That was a passion as a young kid. I wanted to do something with the military and I was able to fulfill that. Yeah. You know, the timing right after 9-11, everything there. So now I've got over 15 years doing this. I still love it the same as I did on day one. Yeah. I was able to travel the world, do some things, you know, get some pretty cool assignments and whatnot. So I've got that. What we talked about a little bit last night, too, is I, I firmly believe that there's two different ways to look at work. I feel like you can have a job, so you have a, an occupation, or you can have a vocation. Yeah. If an occupation is you're checking in, you're checking out, you're collecting a paycheck, that's the extent of what you're doing, to be all honest, like for the majority of your life. Yeah. <clears throat> at, the, at the end of your life, 
all that time spent, what did you get out of it? Yeah. You got paycheck, you know, maybe you end with a good retirement and then you die. It's like you're passing on your money, right? <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> you know, or yeah. you could you could invest in your life. Yeah. And that's your that's your legacy that you're creating. So I had to look long and hard on what I wanted to do on my professional, my personal life. Not the, my military thing was great. I've always loved that. Right. I've sent you guys the pictures and videos yeah. and stuff. You guys, it's I mean, it's awesome. I'm really blessed. On my personal, my day-to-day job. I was always like, man, what am I, what am I going to do? Well, maybe yeah. I could do this or maybe I could do that. You know, and I looked into, you know, some public sector stuff, you know, law enforcement stuff or fire, this, that, and the other. And I just, I'm like, man, my heart's not there. I feel like I just, I wouldn't yeah. like it every day. So again, keeping the short, the story shorter, um, I reached out to my dad, who's been a mentor of mine, obviously for my whole life. Yeah. And he had told me about a group, and I'll, I'll put a shameless plug in for him. It's a small, small organization called the IDAT Group. So it's a faith-based, um, not really a job placement company, but they kind of help you narrow down your focus. Yeah. And they're actually based out of Oregon, but they're nationwide. And it's kind of like a career counselor service. So you go in, and you take this big assessment, and it breaks down and to the microscopic level of what your innate talents are, your strengths, your weaknesses. Yeah. And then through all that, then it says, okay, what kind of job position do you kind of match with? And what kind of company or organization do you match with? And then going through their program, it works you into, all right, who has both of those in one spot? Wow. And then you go meet with them and talk with them and, hmm. and whatnot. So what I did, part of that is you go do an informational interview where you go interview people that have either a title like what you matched with or people from a company that you kind of matched with. So to do that first, one of the account executives that we have at Chevalier is Aaron, who's a friend of ours. And I said, hey, can I practice on you? <laughs> like legitimately, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just need to practice so I don't look like a fool when I go somewhere else. So I went over there with him and uh, I was there for like over two hours and just asking them all these questions and, and it's the industry and I'm in the office, I'm like, man, deep down, I'm like, I just wanna work here, Yeah. you know? So- it's pretty cool office too, there's mounts around oh, yeah. and everything. Uh, yeah. oh, like where we it. were sitting and talking. There's gun safes and yeah. yeah. <laughs> we call it the safari room. Yeah. I mean, there's like all these African, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. But anyway, so then if you fast forward the next year and a half or so, then- I didn't realize it was that long ago. It was a long time. When I sat down with, with Aaron was pretty close to, I mean, it's not two years yet, but about that. And then go forward a little bit longer, nine months. Well, actually it's been a year now would have been, I finally got brought in for an interview. And then we kept talking and this, that, and the other. And then, yeah, I've been here three months now. But Loving. it, I mean, legitimately, you went from, you have a job and it's like, okay, I'm doing this. It supports my family and this, that, and the other. And you know, we take a lot of ownership to support your family, it, yeah. no matter oh, yeah. what the cost is. Right. You know, whether it's a physical job that that's beating your body up, or a job that's beating your mind up and just ruining your, you know, really kind of tearing your soul apart. Yeah. But you you just feel like you have to do it. <clears throat> but now it's like, man, I mean, I get to deal with guys like you. Yeah. You know, we get to do stuff like this. It's just it's absolutely amazing to be doing something that is a vocation, and it's like. Yeah, I, I don't know. go to work at all. It blows it's, my it's mind. It's absolutely awesome. Because a lot of times I'm, I, I sit even here after being here in these, all these years, and I think, 
this is what we get paid to do. That's why I'm so passionate about stuff like this podcast. Sure. People could just grab a hold of, of that for their life, whatever they they love, you know, doing it. It changes your life, man. Well, yeah. and, and that was that was kind of like the the tail end of mine that I that I didn't mention is you know I'd always wanted to be in the industry because it was my passion, but it, I didn't want just you know check in at a gun store nine to five type of deal. Like I wanted to be involved in some way of building something. So when that whole thing fell in my lap, I'm like, wow, I can actually take my passion and and make an industry job. Yeah, I'm interested. So well, yeah. what were you, what were you doing before that? I was doing sales for a metal fabrication company, um, which, I mean, it was fine. It was just like Colin was saying, but there were, I had no heart in it. Yeah. I liked it because I was a very hands-on mechanical person, um, but I, I didn't. I had no passion to go sell metal fabrication. Sure. So, um, and my career before that, I worked for wholesale distribution and actually the cycling industry for like eight years. And another thing, I'm not a cyclist, but yeah. I, I, I did well in sales, so um, I made a good bit of money when I was younger. Um, like just like Colin said, but w- without a, without a heart in it, th- there's going to be a dead end at some point. Yeah, sure. and I and I hit that, and then I moved on, and then and then I felt you know moved on again. So yeah, very cool. Talk to me a little bit, Jeremy, about and or either one of you. I mean, what what's the goal as far because since you've come on, obviously you're adding all the long range elements. I know what we're seeing in the field and what mm-hmm. we're hearing from people, and we even talked about that a little bit last night too because a lot of people Nikon's been around so long. And you yeah. walk through Bass Pro or wherever Cabela's and you see the. The, the, the displays mm-hmm. and the shelf and but what I'm seeing is when now yeah people know it's there but when they actually like we talked about the, the range finder he's like we're like have you looked through it I was mm-hmm. down at Effie Hill the other day and I told oh, one of the, my guys the stabilized yeah, one I yeah. said I said no they just thought it was another, another range finder it's I, not I said grab it and when, they, and when they locked it in, they're like, "Holy crap!" So I'm gonna I'm gonna plug Aaron Snyder for a second because a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people in the archery world know him. Yeah. And I'd sent him one. I know him outside of the industry a little bit, and I sent him one of them, and he was like, "Holy, yeah, I have to have that." And it was yeah. the same reaction. Like, that's why that product is so neat because for the for the listeners on here, it's a it's a stabilized rangefinder, and so like it takes the shake out of it, and it's a stabilization technology that came from our camera lenses. Yeah. Same thing that that uh, like the in the in the camera side, it's called VR for vibration mm-hmm. reduction. Um, we actually, the first iteration of it was called VR, and this industry didn't get it. It was weird. Everyone's like, like virtual reality. <laughs> and we heard everything. Oh and I'm like, gosh. and I'm like, what? No. Wow. So uh, when on the second iteration, when we made it a lot better, we put a new like an OLED screen in it and increased the yardage like three times and everything. Where I'm like, let's just call it what it literally is. So it's the 3000 stabilized, and it's um. But it's it's one of those products that like you see a reaction, people pick it up. It does. And it's like wow, that's I a literally trip. keep mine on my truck. Yeah. So when I go to places, I hey, guys, you gotta try this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. A lot of people still haven't really heard about it yet. Some yeah. guy today and picked it up. He's like, it takes the buck fever out of it. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, well everybody. everybody that we've handed it to here mm-hmm. at the show, I'm asking, have you ever played with this? Or even dealers that have it, and they're like, no, no, you know, whatever, it's not selling. I'm like, have you handed it to anybody? <laughs> Yeah, hand this thing to him. Yeah. Have you handled it? Yeah. Well, not not really. All right, buddy. Here. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that you get everyone yeah. tries to cradle it with both hands, and I'm like, no, no, no try it with one. Yeah. Because yeah. they're used to grabbing a rangefinder and trying to, you know, stabilize yeah, it. Yeah, you're like this and holding your hand up or yep. popping on something. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't that's know. Awesome, man. I no, think we got side railed there for. Well, a no, no, because I mean, I think to me, I think because it's it's such a, a strong brand and it's been around so long, people just see it and they're like, there's some cool Nikon stuff. It's probably mm-hmm. priced about right. Mm-hmm. But but what I'm seeing is even in, even in some of the new scopes and, and things that have come out is once people look through them and use them, people, every time people are just like, and so I don't know what your thoughts are on all that I and mean, what your plan is or but how do you go about when you're because you're basically 
extension and extending a brand sure from something that's already very successful um so when i was first hired i opened the catalog and i'm going to be 100 percent honest here i opened the catalog and i was like i wouldn't buy any of this and granted i, I say that not because it was the product was bad but because I lived in such a high-end world in the shooting stuff. I mean, there's not a scope at those matches that cost less than two grand. Right. And so I lived in a different world, and that's not everyone's affordability. And, you know, this is the sponsorships and stuff that come with that. But I said, I want to make this stuff awesome, take the brand in the direction. And when I say take the brand, we're in no way, shape, or form getting out of hunting. That's right, our core right. business, and that's always been there. But this was an element we just weren't in, so yeah. I wanted to add that. And, um, you know, and I say, okay, so let's let's make it affordable. So, like on the product that we just announced this year, um, or at Shot Show, I should say last year, it's January now. Um, it's the FX one thousand. It's our it's our new first focal plane shooting scope. Is it's a, the highest end price it goes is seven ninety nine, and that's a you know the six to twenty four with illumination, you know, all the bells and whistles. And I took it to five matches this year, and I took three top tens with it. With a $799 scope, and every other scope out there is in excess of two grand, wow. two, three, and up. And so, what I want to do is, I'm like, you know, not everyone can go out and buy a Schmidt and Bender or Night Force, whatever it is. So, let's put all the features at a price point that's undeniable. And it's, it, it, I mean, and it works. Yeah. I mean, clearly it works. And so, um, that was kind of the goal is to make the stuff, new stuff, stuff people need, the features people need, but also make it at an attainable price point. Yeah. So, that's that's been part of it. The other part was um, was revamping everything. Uh, a lot of the products, the hunting stuff, had had been a little long in the tooth. Um, it was just due for a refresh. So shot show last year, we had 27 new SKUs that came out. This year is no different. Wow. Um, I, I can't comment on exactly what they are. Uh, we can talk on that one in a week and a half. But we got about 25 or 30 new SKUs coming out. If you count mounts and everything else and some other stuff, it's well in excess of that. So. We're refreshing a lot of stuff, bringing bringing new breath to it, new new reticles. I mean, all types of things, um, and then and then just adding all the new products that yeah. that that we didn't have. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, when you were on those shoots with that with that scope, mm -hmm. what you were using, were any of your buddies there? Were like, what are you what mm -hmm. are you using right now? And they're like, really? Yeah. You know, like Sean, oh yeah. I mean, and it's it, it looks a little small out there because most of the scopes in that world are all a 34 millimeter tube, mm -hmm. and this scope is a 30 millimeter tube um, to to hit that price point uh, where we needed it to be. And I mean, it's it so it, it looks a little small on a match rifle as far as the tube diameter goes, but it I mean it held its own clearly. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it's a it's a great great product. Wow. I'm sure it's like anything else. There's, there's a lot of guys buy stuff because of the way something's been branded or prestige or mm -hmm. the, yeah. Yeah. to say they have the highest dollar set up or whatever. But in all reality, like to me, this makes sense. Well, and I mean, you know, and with that, people who want it the nicest stuff, I'm not, I'm not trying to target them. Right. I want the guy who's like, hey, you know, I, I, I want to get my first rig and get into this and try it out, yeah. but I can't afford a two or three thousand dollar scope. But this scope, they can go and be competitive yeah. and do it for less than a thousand bucks. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, man, we love working with you guys and and seeing the innovation and. Obviously, we, we, we cherish the friendships yeah. as much as anything. Absolutely. And uh, appreciate you guys letting us come. Absolutely. And I know we. I'd love to sit here and talk all day, but you guys <laughs> got to sell some, some optics. <laughs> and we're interfering with that right here at the moment. So, 
Um, guys, Colin, Jeremy, appreciate Absolutely. you guys. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Appreciate man. it. Appreciate y'all. Thanks always for being on the show. Always. See you tonight, I'm sure. Until, yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. See you Maybe I'll lose bit. the rest of my voice tonight. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> They're almost about gone now. I know. I know. It's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> they might fault. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you guys All right, guys. All right. Later. Thank you much. Peace out. God Thanks, bless. Thanks, guys. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Listen, if you're enjoying what you're hearing here on the podcast, do us a favor, a huge favor. Go online, go to iTunes, jump on your podcast app and give us a review. This is why it's important. All throughout the year this year, we're going to be giving away products, hats, t-shirts, things from our sponsors. And the only way you can be registered to win those products is by going in and giving us a review. We'll be giving those out on a monthly basis and we want you to be involved in what's going on with free stuff. We know everybody likes free stuff. I'll be honest, we enjoy free stuff and we want to share part of that with our listeners. Listen guys, we can't tell you how much we appreciate you listening to the content we're putting out. You're not only a part of the tour, you're part of the family and we're building a tribe that's willing to go where only a few dream about, living our passion. I am Jay Heath Graham and I thank you for being a part of the Tour 12 podcast.